Welcome back to the Take the Candy podcast. It's your host, John Anthony. Well, what a week zero we had. We gave you three picks in episode two. We went 3-0 and against the spread, and that's a hell of a way to start anything. So we got some house money in our pockets now, and we're ready to parlay that right into week one of college football. So welcome to episode three of the Take the Candy podcast. We got three picks for you for week one of college football, and this is going to be the last week that we do not have NFL picks for you. And why is that? Well, NFL doesn't start yet. We got one more week to focus on college, but starting in episode four, we're going to split it up. We're going to have some college football picks for you and some NFL picks for you, so stay tuned. But here at episode three, I'm giving you three more college football games. We're going to try and go 3-0 and against the spread again. Stay tuned with us, baby, because we're all about winning. You got money in your pocket. Go to your FanDuel. Go to your DraftKings. Go to your sports book, wherever you're betting legally, and get prepared to get some more dough. But before we get to that, you know I got to tell you that if you or someone you know has a gambling problem, please call 1-800-GAMBLER. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You hear the music, so you already know what time it is. It's pick time, baby. We're picking University of Louisiana Lafayette at the Texas Longhorns. It's the Raging Cajuns versus the Longhorns. Current spread as we record the pod is Texas as an eight-point favorite. Again, that's Texas minus eight. The game kicks at 4.30 Eastern. It's going to be a Fox game. We'll start with the Raging Cajuns. 10-1 and last year. Great year. They averaged 423 yards on the ground, 34 points a game. They were high-flying. Best show on turf. These guys could run. But... They graduated two of their big running backs, Elijah Mitchell and Trey Regis. The question's going to be, how successful can they be on the ground? And they're going to look to establish it early. They got a QB, Levi Lewis. He returns for his fifth year with the program. He's going to have a good handle of the offense. He's going to be able to manage the game. But this is not a guy that's going to go win you a game. He's not a guy that's going to take over the game. They're going to rely on the ground to do that. On the other side of the ball, defensively, they return almost all of their top guys. So if you were a top tackler statistically for the Raging Cajuns last year, you're back this year. They forced a ton of turnovers. Some big games that they won last season, they won because of the turnover margin. They take care of the ball and they get it from the other team. That's going to be a factor in this game. It's going to be a key thing to watch. It's going to be the Louisiana defense ability to turn over Texas. But what does Texas have going on? Well, we do know it's the first game under new head coach Steve Sarkeesian. If you know that name, you know he got basically run out of USC. He spent time under Saban as the OC, and that Alabama offense could move. This will not be an Alabama offense, that's for sure. However, their strength will be on the ground. Bijan Robinson's going to get about 20 to 25 carries in this game. He may get some touches in the past game. And I'm going to say this now. It's early, but Bijan Robinson can be one of the best backs in college football. Okay? He can be one of the best backs in college football. And I think that that style of back will show up in this game on Saturday. 
The passing game is going to be manageable. They got a new guy at the helm, Hudson Card. He's going to have to take care of the ball and avoid turnovers. Texas will need to keep the turnover margin in their favor if they want a shot at covering the eight points in this game. Now on defense, their defense is not elite by any stretch of the imagination, but they have size, they have, they have reps, and they have experience. And they play a 3-4 style D, okay, so that means three down linemen, four linebackers. So that back eight, the four linebackers and the four defensive backs could be special this year. And they're going to need him to be special in this game, try and turn over Louisiana Lafayette, try and turn over Levi Lewis, because if they keep that turnover margin in their favor, they're going to be tough to even stay with, not beat, but even stay with. So here's the pick. Louisiana Lafayette, the Raging Cajuns, they're the sexy pick, okay? This spread, if we talk about numbers, opened at Texas minus nine. Texas is a nine-point favorite. It's dropped as I record this podcast to eight. So what does that tell you? That tells you that the early money, the early heavy money has been going to ULL, has been going to Louisiana Lafayette, and that's why Vegas has adjusted the line to eight. This is where sharp betters, this is where experienced betters, this is where guys who want to win large sums of money strike, and this is where you're going to strike, and this is where JA is going to strike. We're going to strike at Texas, minus the eight. They're a power five team. They're gonna show power five dominance. And I will warn you, get the minus eight now. I could see this line maybe trending up a half a point and that could be the difference. So get the line while it's still at minus eight. It's Texas minus the eight points. Next, we head down to the ATL, to the Peach State, for a little action between the Army Black Knights and the Georgia State Panthers. Georgia State will be playing at home in the ATL, and the spread as we record the pod is Georgia State minus two. That's Georgia State as a two-point favorite. This game's going to be kicking off at noon Eastern. Well, what do we got in this one? Army, the away team. Had another solid season last year, finishing 9-3. It was their fourth winning season in the last five. They returned five guys on offense, four of which have taken snaps under center. But when we're talking about quarterbacks for Army, the last thing we're going to be talking about is accuracy, efficiency, and touchdowns in the air. Because we know with Army, we're talking about the ground attack. We're talking about the triple option. And all four quarterbacks that do return have experience with the triple option. They all won a game as starters last year for the Black Knights. And they're going to be able to keep this offense under control, to control time of possession, to ground and pound, and salt away the game slowly. Now on defense, there's no surprise that Army's got a stingy one. Last year, they led the nation in total defense, only allowing about 275 yards per game. And that's total and they were second in passing defense, only allowing about 160 yards in the air from a year ago. So you know what you're getting with Army. It's ground and pound, it's discipline, and it's tough defense. On the other side of the ball with Georgia State, they had a rough start last year, started two and three. They finished strong at six and four, won a bowl game, and coach Sean Elliott is gonna look to build off that. Now on offense, they're gonna be explosive. 
they do have some weapons that they're going to be able to use and they're going to try and exploit them in this game. The rub that they're going to have is that Army will control time of possession. So not only has Army got a great D to try and slow down the Panthers' offense, but they're not going to give them the ball. They're going to limit the amount of possessions that Georgia State gets in this game, and that's going to be a real issue for Georgia State. So here's the pick. Although Georgia State has a lot of weapons, the problems they're going to face on Saturday is twofold. First, they're going to have to deal with that Army defense that was best in the nation last year. And second, Georgia State's going to have to find a way to be better on defense. And that's going to be especially hard in an opening game against a run-heavy, triple-option, discipline offense. And I don't know if Georgia State is going to be prepared enough to rise to the challenge to face that triple option. At the end of the day, Army controls the games that they play in. They control the time of possession. They salt away the clock. That's their trademark. Bleed the clock, pound the rock. That's how they play games, and they're going to do that again on Saturday. And I don't think Georgia State's going to come up with the right answers. Now, Army is a dog in this game. Army is a two-point dog. Army's going to win this game. But you never know what could happen in an opening week. Army's on the road. So we'll take the two pieces of candy that Vegas has given us. And J.A. is going to lock in the Army Black Knights plus two. When the music changes, you got to know what's coming, folks. I know it's early on in the podcast life, but we learned in episode two, when the music changes, it's the Take the Candy special. Here's what we got. Penn State at Wisconsin. The Nittany Lions are getting five and a half. Again, that's Penn State plus five and a half. The game is going to kick at noon Eastern, also a Fox game. So here's what we got. Penn State 4-5 and five last year. They started 0-5. It was a nightmare when the season began. <clears throat> they turned it around and was able to win out. James Franklin returns for his eighth season. They got an eighth-year defensive coordinator and a first-year offensive coordinator in Yursich. What do we got on offense? Well, Sean Clifford's back at QB. And Clifford likes to turn the ball over. But he's going to need to exist long enough to get the ball to Jahan Dotson, one of the best receivers in the country. If Clifford can get him the ball early and often, Penn State's going to score, and it's going to mean trouble for Wisconsin. Wisconsin, 4-3 and three last year, 3-3 three and three inside the conference in the Big Ten. Graham Mertz returns as QB. He's a sophomore this year. I expect him to take a step forward. He was plagued by injuries last year, went through a stretch where he turned the ball over a lot, but it only went on for about three games. This is not a guy who appears to be too turnover prone. He does have weapons on the outside, but the big question for the Wisconsin offense is, can they run the ball? And if they can, can they convert the running game into scores? Because that's where they have struggled in recent years. The games they've lost, they've not been able to run effectively, and they've not been able to score when they get into the green and the red zone. The Penn State D may be slightly rebuilding. I'm going to call it reloading. I mean, hell, this is the Big Ten. They have a strong linebacker core. They got bulk on up front on defense. Their secondary is a group of veterans. 
So if the Penn State defense up front can hold up on first down and force Mertz to throw, the secondary should be fine. They should be able to take care of the rest. On the other side of the ball, Wisconsin D, they're great. There's not much more I can say. They have the same bulk up front. They have a special linebacking core, and they have a special secondary. So defensively, I give the edge to Wisconsin in this game. This will be your quintessential grind out Big Ten game where the team who's able to run the ball more effectively will likely end up on the winning side of this game. If Sean Clifford can limit the turnovers, which is going to be tough for him, all right? Clifford, bro, do not turn the ball over on Saturday. If he can limit the turnovers, I have no qualms with saying Penn State's going to win this game outright. However, I think Clifford is going to be good for one or two turnovers. So with that being said, five and a half points is a ton of points in the Big Ten. It's a ton of points. I know Wisconsin is at home. I know they have, uh, you know, their rep to prove. This game between Penn State and Wisconsin is going to go a long way in deciding what happens in the Big Ten this year. I get it. I get all of that. Okay. But five and a half points is too many points. Penn State is an underrated program this year. I think people are sleeping on Sean Clifford because he's turnover prone. I do think he's going to take a step forward this year. I think Penn State is going to be sneaky good to great this year. And I think it starts on Saturday. But I'm not convinced yet. So I'm not giving you a Penn State money line. But I am going to tell you to take the candy. This is the Take the Candy special, folks. The pick from JA in in week one of college football's Take the Candy special is Penn State plus five and a half. That will bring us to the end of episode three of the Take the Candy podcast. I gave you another three picks, and I want to say that over the last week, Since college football kicked off in week zero, I've had an influx of followers. I've had an influx of listeners to the podcast, and I could not appreciate it more. And I hope you guys tell your friends, tell your wives, tell your husbands, tell your partners to get on and listen to the Take the Candy podcast. Listen to the tips, tricks, and picks from your boy, J.A., and maybe you'll learn something. Maybe you won't, but maybe you will. And here's the other thing. I'm here for you guys. You need anything from me, any advice on on sports betting. If you even need to contact me because you or someone you know has a gambling problem, I will help you. I am here. You could hit me up on social media. I have a Twitter. I have an Instagram. I think you could direct message me through the podcast. I'm not a technology guy, but I can tell you this. The Twitter is at TakeTheCandyPod. If you're not following, please do. Again, it's at TakeTheCandyPod. You can at me. I think you can direct message me on that thing. Feel free to hit me up. Same thing with Instagram. It's at Take the Candy Pod. Feel free to hit me up. Let me know if you have any questions. Let me know if you just want to chat about sports. This podcast is always going to be about NCAA and NFL football. That's something I promise you. That's what I'm going to give you. But I'm into all sports. You want to chat about anything. I'm largely available for all of you folks. So please keep that in mind. And as always, thank you for taking the time to listen to the Take the Candy podcast with your boy J.A., And remember, next Thursday, we're going to be dropping episode four, and that's going to have NFL and NCAA picks. 
And I do not have it set in stone because I've, as I told you before, I pick games that I like that fit my system. If they don't fit the system, I don't pick them. So I'm going to break it down and give you at least one of NCAA or one of NFL, but I will be giving you five picks a week once the NFL begins. So that's five picks to be broken up between college and pro. So look out for that in episode four and continue to follow the Take the Candy podcast and stay tuned with your boy, J.A. Be blessed.